not sure if I'm ready for what I'm about to embark on, but here we go. I'm feeling quite nervous because I think I'm wondering if this is kind of the right decision to be making and having this conversation, but you know what, fuck it. Hello everyone and welcome to Time For Us with me, your confidant and raconteur, Danny Wallace. Today we have a rather interesting topic and yeah, I'm kind of sitting here in front of this mic and starting to wonder why and wonder how I got here. And the topic today is rim jobs. Rim jobs. I will get into more of an explanation as to what those are for anyone who doesn't know. Weirdly or maybe not weirdly enough, (laughs) rim jobs have been something, somewhat of a topic of conversation in my life as of late. So what does one do if not get onto a a podcast, get onto a podcast and publicly discuss said inner monologue and said private experiences and conversations? So yes, I decided let's have a conversation around rim jobs, rather rogue topic, something a little bit more lighthearted and what I would consider to be a fun topic. Now, I don't know what that says about me that I find the topic of rim jobs to be a fun topic, but I think that we're all just going to embrace me with a lot of love and understanding and with hopefully a bit of a smirk on the face and just move on swiftly from that, you know, each to their own, each to their own. On the note of moving on swiftly, I kind of, and I'm not sure how this is entirely related because I was intending on kind of having a conversation around sex or something more playful. Anyway, I feel like lately I have been putting out more content that is maybe a bit more serious, even though I think it is always a bit more fun as well, generally. But, you know, conversations around substances and mental health and that kind of stuff. So I thought, why not have a little bit more fun? Interestingly enough, I got a voice note from my brother today on one of my previous podcasts that I made where I speak about my time in New York and my experience with buying cock rings. So my brother messaged me today and he sent me the funniest voice note. And I just wanted to take this little moment to say thank you so much to everyone that sends me messages I really don't think you understand the significance of those messages and how far they go in keeping me motivated and just keeping me going because often is, I mean, you can just tell often I kind of have these moments of like, Danielle Wallace, what are you doing exactly? And especially when it comes to something like this, I had a similar feeling when I was discussing the cock rings and it turns out that people really enjoyed that conversation and I got a fair amount of feedback around that. So here we go. I digress. A lot of how this came about as well is that I was building up to my podcast today, which I release every Wednesday, and I had a few topics in mind and even some half-baked topics that I've kind of recorded that I would have need to maybe or needed to refine. And I sent a poll onto my friends group, my WhatsApp group with a group of girlfriends I have. And I was like, guys, these are the three um, conversations that I'm thinking of having. I need your help. Please cast your votes. And the majority rules, as you know, we live in a democracy. The people get what they want, even though it was a small, small group of people that had the vote. The vote was for the conversation on rim jobs. 
they did actually request that I get someone who was more of a specialist in this arena to come on and have a conversation with me. So while I cannot honor the request for a rim job specialist, and I personally am not a rim, a rim job specialist, I am an enthusiast. <laughs> I'm a rim job enthusiast. Woohoo! And enthusiasm can take you a really long way, guys. While I may have rambled enough and have already made it clear that I'm low-key petrified to embark on this conversation, namely because I thought initially rim jobs, I don't know, I, I don't think it sounds that hectic when you say the phrase, when you say the words, even though, okay, maybe I should just get into explaining what it actually is. Okay, I'm going to get into why or what a rim job is for anyone who doesn't know what the actual fuck I'm talking about. So this is an explanation that I found on Cosmopolitan. A rim job is when one partner licks, kisses, sucks, and stimulates their partner's anus with their mouth and tongue. It doesn't have to always involve penetration of the tongue, but it can if you and your partner are into it. So there you go. You guys have kind of a little bit more of an understanding in case you didn't know what a rim job was or rimming, or apparently there's a whole bunch of other terms like analingus which I'm assuming is like a variation of cunnilingus and there's also that one phrase that I don't know if everyone else remembers from our childhood (laughs) maybe not childhood but teenagehood where that phrase of like um, playing the rusty trombone oh my god (laughs) sorry playing the rusty trombone is if you are giving someone a rim job or rimming someone and then you reach around and you give them a hand job. Okay, anyways, moving on. So that's kind of a bit of, um, I guess, some insight into what a rim job is. And as I was saying earlier, the reason I think I'm a little bit apprehensive about really diving into this conversation is because, as I said, like I have been interested in it definitely interested and it's definitely something that's come onto my radar and I'm like curious I really think I'm like I would like to know more about it and then decided I wanted to do this podcast and then did a bunch of research and then a lot of the stuff that I kind of came across definitely described um, an act or like you know sexual interaction that is maybe more on the intense side of the spectrum than what I've personally experienced and then what what I was thinking when I was saying rim job so but each to their own like there's no judgment in this whatsoever and I just thought it would be an interesting conversation so let's discuss my experience thus far and how we got here how did we get to this conversation so my experience I love that I'm having this conversation on a podcast but you know when in Rome my experience thus far is I have definitely had my room jobbed, <laughs> coining that phrase. And I can say, in all honesty, it was really enjoyable. It wasn't like a very drawn out experience. It was definitely kind of like an in the moment, in passing experience. And I really quite liked it, to be honest. So that's some of the spectrum of experience I have. And then in addition to that, Oh my God. Anyway, Danielle, grab, grab. In addition to that, I think, I don't know what's kind of been the catalyst for it. Maybe it's, maybe it's just really loving your partner and feeling really safe and like you really trust them. I feel like that's kind of been the, 
the interesting combination of elements that have really cracked open any kind of sexual curiosity I might have had lying dormant. And I think Erin and I have reached a point in our relationship where we've always been able to discuss quite openly what we feel we would like sexually and at least like our sexual fantasies. We often have asked asked each other, what is your fantasy or what is your sexual fantasy? And we've had conversations around that kind of thing. But I think it's a different thing talking about it outside of the bedroom as opposed to being in the moment and then having the courage to explore because I think that takes a lot of maybe confidence, but more than confidence, safety and trust in knowing that whatever move you make, whatever move you make in the bedroom is not necessarily going to be condemned or looked or you might not be rejected in the process because ultimately sex is such a vulnerable thing. It's such an intimate experience that I think when you try and add other dimensions and layers onto it and go and venture into unknown territory, especially if if, if neither of you really know exactly what it is that you want, maybe. Like maybe it's just like, maybe you feel like you've fallen into a bit of a repetitious cycle in the bedroom which isn't necessarily a bad thing because that familiarity with your partner's body is beautiful in itself. But if you have that kind of flow in place, it can feel a little bit daunting to try and branch out from that experience. And you you almost feel a little bit embarrassed or a little bit shy, you know? I mean, obviously we should all use our words and be better at communicating. I'm just speaking from my experience. So Maybe this is how I got here is because I'm, I've gotten to the point where I feel like way more comfortable as being like, Erin, what do you think about this? And the closest that I've gotten to like an actual rim job as in giving a rim job. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast. I love this for me. But is definitely like some BJ action, some blowjob action that has involved some like licking of the perineum, which is that little space between the ball sack and the actual anus. So that was quite adventurous of me, I thought, and it went down really well. And obviously I did check in throughout the whole process. And as I'm saying all of this, I realized that I probably need to make it very clear that I am speaking about this from my own viewpoint, which is that of a cisgender, heterosexual woman, female, and that there is very much many other ways in which rim jobs can go down, and that it might also be the case that it's not just like a male-female interaction or heterosexual interaction. That was kind of like the my entry into rim jobbing and yeah, I have rimmed the rim job. And since that point, I guess it was quite like a nice experience for both for both of us. And then I was kind of like, I wonder if I could take it that step further. Because fundamentally, the thought of, of giving a rim job, maybe not for men, maybe it's not the same for guys because you guys have the fortune and I don't care how this sounds, the absolute blessing of engaging with female genitalia that is often waxed and like hairless and beautiful. Not that that's the only way to have a beautiful vagina, but we put a lot of effort, generally speaking, into maintaining that area. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have 
the male genitals, which I am painting in broad strokes here. It's not to say that there aren't men who groom, but I don't think that there's many men who get their assholes waxed or their ball sacks waxed. I really don't think that there are that many, which just by pure scientific fact and reasonableness, you could assume that licking a bum hole that is covered in pubes is probably less enjoyable than licking a bum hole that has no pubes. <laughs> wow. So if I get back to my initial explanation of the closest that I've come to a rim job, that, that experience was, I mean, maybe I don't want to say obviously, but obviously for me and how why I would ever engage in something like that, after a shower, like we both squeaky clean, cleanliness I think is such a high factor on the table, especially with something that's pretty taboo. This is actually a pretty taboo thing to be doing. And I think it's greeted with many a raised eyebrow and probably a reasonable amount of disgust. Clearly not from me because I'm here talking about it. I also just wanted to make a little disclaimer along the way. And that is that in no way is this conversation very much out there. It could really be quite a vanilla conversation for a lot of people listening to it. Like someone might be listening to this and be like, oh, shame. Shame, my little girl. You're having this conversation that you're giggling throughout and you think it's like such a wild out there conversation speaking about like giving your partner a rim job it's like they're probably thinking shame so let's just put everything into perspective I'm not saying that this is something that's intense and something hectic and I'm not saying that it isn't because obviously sexuality and your sexual experience it's up to you and it depends on on what what your wants and what your desires are and what your comfort level is so once again, I reiterate, this is not a space for judgment or anything like that. In the research that I've done on giving room jobs, I mean, it's pretty, guys, it's pretty straightforward. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to get into the, the depths of it. I think I'll give you like some bullet points and what I've read. Make sure that it's clean and make sure that your partner's showered and that everything's tidy down there. Optional to remove the pubes, trim them, wax them, do whatever you want to do. They say that you don't even have to douche. It's not something that you need to do. Um, I feel like that's excessive unless you are planning on doing some kind of internal tongue exploration, then maybe, but I, they don't really say that it's something that's entirely required. Obviously, I mean, guys, it goes without saying anything that involves sex, be safe from STIs. I don't know if there's anyone that would be doing with this with someone that they wouldn't be certain of their sexual status, but... That's something that you should be highly cognizant of. Yeah, apparently one of the other things is that you should start from the outside and then kind of explore on the, from the outside. And then if you want to, you can dabble and you can go more deep into the bum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go more deep into the bee hole. That's hilarious. That's kind of the stuff that they've suggested. And I think it and at least for me goes without saying that they would it would have to be squeaky fucking clean, as clean as it could be. Definite, like fresh showered. I mean, I love the smell of a clean like just don't you love the smell of clean skin? It's actually I actually find it quite a turn on. Just the smell of like soapy skin. Cleanly showered skin. Jesus. Hot as fuck. Okay, so I'm already aroused. 
And then without a doubt, definitely have to be removing them pubes. I mentioned earlier that I have gone as far as the rim of the rim job. And I really enjoyed the experience and so did Aaron. But if we have to dabble any further, I would definitely say that I have kind of put this forward to Aaron and on the note of, you know, the amount of labor that women put into their genitals. And in all honesty, like I literally, and it, it's, it is my doing, it's an, it's an ironic thing because it's, a, it's, a, it's the meeting of two opposing worlds, one of which is feminism and, and standing in the face of the male gaze and not succumbing to wanting to be desired. And then on the other end, the other side of the spectrum or the other side of the argument is doing things like getting Botox, getting laser, getting Hollywood laser, also spending years of my life getting full-on Hollywood waxes, doing all sorts of these kind of things just in order to improve my appearance, specifically, generally for men. And yes, I think that there is argument for women do enjoy having clean and like no pubes down down there. I think that I've been, have been literally, you can ask my friends, Jesus, I have been like an app, like an actual 70s flashback in time, like the, the hairiest, hairiest, hairiest you could ever imagine. I'm not exaggerating, hairiest. And I kind of enjoyed it. And now I've kind of changed it and flipped completely. And I think that that was primarily, it stemmed actually from modeling because I just felt like I couldn't keep up with the shaving the whole time. And then you you can't let it grow out and get a wax because you might get booked for something or you might be in a casting and it was just a little bit too stressful. So I was like, fuck this noise. I'm getting it all lasered off and I'm absolutely loving it. Like baby seal energy. It's amazing. Needless to say, licking my asshole would be a fucking treat. And I say that dead seriously. A delight. An absolute spectacular experience and for that reason I can't help but want to enforce some kind of a feminist blowback and just almost demand that if I was ever going to give a rim job the anus would have to be waxed I have said this to Aaron actually verbatim I have said to him (laughs) we can go there we can go there I am ready I have I am so I will go there with you But the condition is that you have to wax your asshole. And I think that's a very fair, I think that is the most reasonable thing I could have ever said. And it's not to say that for anyone else who's giving rim jobs and their partner doesn't do that. That's so fine. As I've said a million times, it's completely each to their own. But in terms of me, and maybe I am like a little bit of a, a young, like sadistic bitch somewhere in there. But I couldn't help but grasp at the opportunity to exact some kind of subtle feminist revenge sorry Erin if you're listening to this but it is true like you have to have the experience of getting your asshole waxed and then also like I'll be licking your asshole like that let's just combine the whole picture in your head there's a lot of elements at play here and I feel like the two go hand in hand for me it would be like a no-brainer definitely would have to get your asshole waxed as I mentioned a little bit earlier on in this rambobbling of a Podula. I was given the strong advice by my friends to enlist a rim job specialist or like a sex specialist or something. And unfortunately, we did not manage to do that. But I feel like sometimes anecdotal 
insight is come on it's just as insightful you know what I mean it's just as exciting to hear if not entertaining along the way of me I guess as I said no specialist only an enthusiast I did some research and there are some things that I kind of came across that could make the experience a little bit better they suggest that if you wanted to dabble in giving someone a rib job but you were concerned about the taste of it which to be honest with you guys like it should not taste like anything as far as I'm concerned I think that's yeah it's like such a wildly taboo thing like why I'm, I'm actually fascinated with human beings like with the things that we come up with you know what I mean like wow someone just thought to themselves I'm gonna lick your asshole and then someone did it and then they actually really liked it and then they told their friends about it and now people do this people actually do this from the experience I've had it is pretty cool I mean human beings are so fascinating to me but needless to say, yes, the taboo stems largely and vastly around the fact that it is a bumhole. It does, you know, poo. It does things that that need to be done in order for the body to function. Definitely should not, I, I hate even talking about the taste because I feel like that's just a complete derailment of what we should actually be talking about. And as I said, like to me, I don't know, I don't find it to be a disgusting thing, to be honest with you. But yes, they suggested that you could use some flavored lube if you really wanted to, like if you were like, oh my gosh, I'm so terrified about this. My opinion, though, if you are terrified about that, then like, I don't know, I don't know, maybe then it's not for you, but it shouldn't taste like anything. But yes, you could put some lube on there if you really wanted to make yourself feel better about it. They suggest as an option, the other option, which is to use a dental dam. So the word dental dam in itself is quite frightening, if you ask me. It's just such an off-putting term for something that really isn't that bad. I don't know why they made that name, dental dam. It's kind of like a condom for your mouth. So basically, you would put it over the anus and then, I don't know, like lick kind of or stimulate the anus through this dental dam. So you wouldn't have to make direct contact with your mouth onto the person's anus and I was like this is quite fascinating to me actually sounds fucking ideal so I've been told you need to have it need to be a specialist then I was like panicking and I was like oh my god how am I going to have this conversation if I'm, there's no specialist involved so something in my mind I don't know why I like this is just so typical I guess of me and the way that my brain works I was like alrighty Heron's getting a rim job before I jump on this podcast <laughs> better make it happen girl so I decided I'm going to go get my hands on a dental dam because, oh God, Danielle. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to get my hands on a dental dam because this just is how it has to be because he's not going to get a wax in time and it just, it's going to be overly complicated. It's probably going to be tender after the wax, blah, blah, blah. Just get the dental dam. And I was also like, it sounds like a really easy and quite a cool solve. So where do I go? But back to my favorite, favorite sex shop in the Cape Quarter. <laughs> And I walk into there and as I walk into this fucking place, I go straight up to the front desk and I'm going to obviously just go straight to them and be like, hey, do you have any dental dams? And I swear to God, guys, the woman, one of the girls that was working behind the counter is a waitress that I see around Cape Town all the time. I don't know how she got into the sex shop. I don't know if she works there part time. She is a waitress slash bartender at the Secret Gin Bar and at Bodega. And I've basically, I, I don't know, I feel like I know her. I'm pretty sure I've even had a drink with her. But like, I don't know her very well. 
but I know her out socially. So it was one of those moments where like you walk into a place and you have this have this conviction in my in my heart that I was going to get my hands on a dental dam. As I walk in, I lock eyes with someone that I fucking know. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, oh my word, hello. And she's like, oh, hello, how are you? You know, the usual niceties. Meanwhile, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, she's like, how can I help you? And I was like, well, this is going to be interesting. Um, but do you guys sell dental dams? Oh my Lord. Just take a moment to let that sit in. Just like let that simmer for a little bit. You go into a sex shop, you approach someone that you know from the social scene in Cape Town and the words come out of your mouth saying, do you have dental dams? So I'm sure that I'd left her with some things to ponder. I bet you she thought I didn't, I never saw her that way until now. <laughs> I really didn't know that that was the type of person she is. Interesting. Or oh, I wonder what that's for. Or, you know, there's so many questions that come with that. Anyway, I'm quite upset to say that they didn't have dental dams and apparently they're really hard to come by and to order. But for anyone that's interested, you can order them on take a lot. That's what that's the information that I got given. You can order them on take a lot. I wonder if they're actually reusable. So this, there's a very, very, very strong message coming across the internet in every single capacity saying, and under absolutely no circumstances should you ever reuse a dental dam. This is coming from someone who's a complete novice. So I've never, ever used one. But now we know you never fucking, you never, you don't reuse it. I'm assuming it's like, like a condom. Um, okay, yeah. So it's literally like a condom. Very, very interesting. In closing, it obviously is a taboo thing. I think it's quite intriguing. I don't know if you guys remember when, also when we were younger. Oh, I don't know when it was. Definitely a good few years ago. There was a video circulating. Oh, I don't even know circulating. Maybe I just had weird people in my life at the time but I saw this video of a woman giving a guy a rim job and he was an absolute minger I mean I am saying that because of his the, the way the video plays out he's a fucking idiot there's this woman giving a beautiful woman giving this guy a rim job while he's standing oh god I can't even believe I'm telling you the story and then he farts on her face in her mouth disgusting 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 and I saw that video and I was just like, I remember the first time I saw it, I thought, well, in a way serves you right because it just broke all trust. It broke all fucking trust. It broke all sense of curiosity, all sense of intrigue because it completely reminded us of exactly what it is that was going on, which is in, a, in essence licking someone's bum hole. It's kind of like, what did you expect was going to happen? And that video, I think... If anyone remembers that video, I'd be very interested to know. I feel like that, that might have also been some, some bad, bad press. There was really bad press for the rim job. And honestly, if someone ever did that to me, they would fucking lose their genitals. Could you think of anything more disrespectful to do? Anyway, let me not get riled up. I just wanted to say that the, the rim job has had some bad press. I also think that... Something that's interesting to me about this whole conversation, considering how I also had once perceived it and where we are now, having a very widely open conversation around this, is, I know this is going to sound so whack, but is the power of love, guys. It's the power of love that can turn the asshole 
into something unique and beautiful and of interest into something that you would like to put in your mouth this is coming from me firsthand experience and it's not something that I ever would have ever thought would be on my radar but it is so guys thank you for joining me on my TED talk on rim jobs this was a very rogue conversation I think and I hope that if anything it it helped you learn something new it helped you be more curious if you would like to be in the bedroom and it kept you entertained in some small way thank you for listening omg pillars and yes new episodes are out every wednesday thank you so much for joining me on time for us or for making some time for us so cute please will you rate my podcast and follow me on spotify if you so choose us i hope you have the absolute best day whenever it is that you're listening to this i hope i brought a smile to your face at the very least thanks guys and bye